0: Welcome to Live Well, Be Well, a podcast where we speak openly about all things health and well-being. My name is Reese. And I'm Ashley, and we're both
1: well-being peer educators at UC San Diego. And on this episode of Live Well, Be Well, we'll be discussing how we're navigating conversations about COVID vaccinations with our
0: families, friends, and peers. So we hope you get inspired, we hope you feel connected, and we hope you discover new ways to live your best life. Let's get started. The source that we decided to use for today's podcast is the CDC. And the first point that they had to connect better with your families about getting vaccinated is to first listen to your family's questions with empathy. And
1: I think this is a great point to consider because it really helps target or focus the conversation around addressing uh, your family's concerns or your family members' concerns or any knowledge gaps that they may have had this is even possibly more effective than just dumping facts on them or rambling off with some generic speech that you could just give to anybody.
0: Yeah, Ashley, I definitely agree. Plus, like letting them know that their questions sort of guide the discussion and the conversation is super important. Um, I think that having yourself as a listener and genuinely paying attention to their feelings and letting them know that they're being understood is extremely important. And you know when you understand where your family and friends are coming from, this is you actively practicing empathy. Exactly, and
1: even if you don't know the answer to one of their questions, there are a few resources that are official that you can always point them towards. So for example, the CDC website, cdc.gov, it has a whole website with key things to know and even what they're still learning about the COVID-19 vaccination. Um, And with these resources, you can always point them to as a way to help guide them in the right direction and even lead them to do a bit of discovery for themselves.
0: Yeah. And with that being said, let's kind of head into our second point from the CDC. And they offered that asking open ended questions to explore your family or friends concerns is another great way to sort of talk about this vaccination. It can be a scary thing to talk about. And so the CDC definitely mentioned that open-ended questions are more elaborate than a simple yes or no answer, right? So when you let your friends or family have the opportunity to ask you more multi-pronged questions, you show that you're caring about them. And you know when these questions are asked, And you can tell that your family or friend is worried, you know, where they learned all this troubling information, you know, and what they have to get their answers to these questions. You know, an an example of an open-ended question that you could ask is, how did watching that news report make you feel? And what did you do next, right? So kind of having these open-ended questions allows you to make room for a conversation and address the fears that they have. I know that for me personally, like my mom is really worried about getting vaccinated. And, you know, we definitely had to um, sit down and have a conversation about the different kinds of side effects with the different vaccines.
1: I think that's a great point. And exactly like you said, Reese, um, I think it's also important to note that, you know, when you're exploring your family, relatives or friends concerns about vaccinations, just trying not to such judgmental um, while listening or asking these questions, Um, because you really want to convey that you're asking them to help you understand their concerns. So for example, avoid saying things like, that's a silly concern, or why would you be worried about that? Um, Just really try to be understanding in their situation. So practicing that empathy. Um, And then moving on to our next point, point three, be sure to ask permission to share information. So once you understand your fan or friend or family members question or concern, ask if you can provide some information and tell them where you get information that you trust. And if they agree, they'll be more willing to listen to you instead of feeling like you're pushing unwanted information on them. You can find answers to common questions from reputable sources. Of course, um, like we said, cdc.gov, your local health department website, or other trusted sources like your doctors, nurses, or even pharmacists.
0: Yeah, Ashley, I definitely agree with all of those points. And, you know, sometimes just sharing quick, accurate answers to common concerns from family or friends might be able to go a long way towards moving someone from a worry to confidence. And if you don't know the exact answer to one of their questions, you can definitely consider offering to help look for information online or calling a health professional. And with that being said, let's kind of hop into our fourth point here. So the CDC said, help them find their own reasons to get vaccinated. So everyone chooses to get vaccinated for their own reasons, right? To protect their family, to protect their children or kids, to just be less anxious, to be able to visit their parents. Or maybe it's to get back to activities like seeing friends, resuming work, or returning to school. After addressing concerns with empathy and facts, you can steer the conversation from why not to the important reasons that matter to them their why.
1: Exactly. Yeah. And of course, if you feel comfortable, um, you yourself might even choose to share your own reasons for getting vaccinated or even going through and discussing common goals that you both may have. Like, for example, visiting with each other safely, which I know a lot of people want to do after such a long time in quarantine. Um, And the reasons that someone such as your friend or family member may choose to get vaccinated will always be those that are the most compelling to them personally.
0: Yeah, Ashley. And with that being said, let's kind of go on to our fifth point here, which is helping them make their vaccination happen. So once you're on the same page and you've talked about their whys, helping them to commit to getting the vaccination for COVID-19 is a big step. So help making the path to the vaccination shorter, easier, and less stressful for them is key. So Offer to help your family member or friend make the vaccination appointment at a local or nearby, um, it could be CVS, Rite Aid, it could be a school campus, or possibly a doctor's office, and if need be, you could actually attend the appointment with them. And you could also offer to help with transportation, or possibly a babysit if they need childcare. Remember that every person chooses to get vaccinated brings us one step closer to moving past the COVID-19 pandemic as a whole. And you may also play a big role in getting their decision to get vaccinated.
1: Exactly. Um, And a few websites and resources to help you all with that. So you can determine your eligibility um, on the website myturn.ca.gov. And there's also a couple of ways where you can schedule to actually get vaccinated. So in San Diego County, that's going to be sandiegocounty.gov. And you just navigate to the COVID-19 panel. And under the COVID-19 vaccine title, you can see all your county's vaccination sites and even make the appointment right there. For just general vaccine availability and scheduling, um, you can go to Vaccine Finder on the CDC website or even Just go to your CVS Pharmacy website, um, and that includes just the entire nation, um, except for Idaho, Maine, Nebraska, New Hampshire, South Dakota, and Wyoming.
0: Yeah, Ashley, that's awesome. I can definitely relate. I know that my mom and my sister and I all got the vaccine through CVS. And then my dad actually went to UCSD-REMAC and it was a very seamless process. Um, you just go to the gym and you get your first dose and return back a few weeks later, You know, depending on which vaccine you get. And so with that being said, we kind of want to bring this to our last point here and that is herd immunity. The CDC actually defines herd immunity as population immunity and I think this is even a better like a better term for it but the idea here is that once enough people in the community are protected from getting a disease because they had the disease or they were vaccinated it becomes hard for the disease to spread from person to person so in this case you know with COVID-19 if people have already had COVID and they become vaccinated or you just get vaccinated, you're protecting not only people in your inner circle, so your family, friends, people that are in you know possible outdoor sports that you do, right? You're not only protecting your circle, but you're protecting the community and society as a whole. And I think really pushing that point can help your family members or friends kind of understand the importance of the vaccine.
1: Exactly, well put. I think, that this is something that's definitely bigger than just myself or you, um, or just like my own immediate family. It's something that requires effort from um, all of us. So of course, with that being said, we still wanna be conscious of other people. So even though you're vaccinated, um, we still think that it's important to continue wearing a mask, and of course, practicing social distancing guidelines as instructed by our health authorities. So with that being said, y'all, this is coming to an end um, of our Live Well, Be Well podcast. If you like what you heard and would like to learn more about topics related to health and well-being, there's so much more to come.
0: Be sure to follow us on Instagram at UCSDWPE. You can stay tuned for our next episode of Live Well, Be Well. Until next time, be kind, be true, and be you. And remember, to be well is to live well. Thanks, y'all.